You're listening to the Tortoise and the Hare Experience. Exclusively on EnterTheShell.com and all across the Enter the Shell Podcast Network. We love the boys in the UFC. It's better being gay. Uncut Latinos in BBD. It's better being gay. Nights in WeHo in a sailor suit. It's better being gay. First bit Nova, that's a loot. It's better being gay. Your clothes are better, you remember birthdays. You know the wine to drink with this. Property values go up when you're around and you always know the latest dish. Yeah. A twink, a dill, a trouble, a star. It's On the tortoise and hare experience, new shoe, new one. Yes, can you believe it? Uh, I, I know we took some time off, as we do a lot. Like this, this show, <laughs> we always. We, take, I don't think we've taken time off. Um, yeah, I mean, we were. We didn't do a show for I want to say a month. Yeah, but you were. You had other. Right, I had other. Can already. For, so, yeah, you know. I have, I have to give you time to be creative. Yeah, exactly. I was out filming webisodes and uh, doing a lot of other things. Um, you know, I, I just don't do one thing. I don't do one show. I, I do other uh, projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not always about Max. Sometimes it's about me too, people. So that's what I was out doing. Very funny. Excuse me, what? <laughs> it's not about what Max. What? I know, I know. Crazy. The world the does not revolve. nonsense, you say. Look, breaking news, the world does not revolve around you, Max. It revolves around me. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. And when we're together, it revolves around both of us. So. It all revolves around me. <laughs> uh, very cool. Um, we have the Cox in today. We have a cock. We have a cock. Into, well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a cock too. You know what I mean? But, you know, well, you are a different kind of cock. This yes. Is, this is an official cock. Yes. It, it was weird researching the band because you type in cock and it's, well. <laughs> There's many, many. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Who, who knew the internet would lead to so much uh, deviancy uh, yeah. with that word? <laughs> Speaking of deviancy. I got to figure out the way to make us come up first. I know. <laughs> exactly. Giant, giant cock, maybe. No, I don't know. But that's the name of the band. Yes. Is the Cocks. Yes. And uh, we have a member from the band. Shasha. Shasha. 
and uh, we will be talking with him uh, extremely soon. Uh, but first, oh, by the way, and we just heard a song by the band too. Yeah. Um, they were kind enough to uh, hand us some demos uh, mm-hmm. that we are featuring. Uh, it's Better Being Gay was the first song. Yeah. Uh, from the band. It is Better Being Gay. Well, I mean, if but if you're not gay, it, then it's not. <laughs> you but, know? but, you I'm know, not gay, gay so. can mean many, many things. That's true. That's true. You have to check. You have to listen to the lyrics. Philosophically, it's laid out. By the yes. end, you will be convinced. Yes. That I am gay. Okay. We will oh, all yeah, be that gay. Like, Everybody <laughs> will be gay. <laughs> uh, for more information, you can find them on the Instagram uh, at Cox Band. The Cox Band. At The Cox Band. Uh, cock band is completely different. It's it's totally it's, wrong. Yeah, I think it's a a, a, a band. It's a band of for cock. no for your cock. It's oh <laughs> oh okay. It's like a, one of those cock rings, probably or something like that. Oh, that sounds. I mean, those are fashionable. Interesting. Th- those those are well. in, I guess. Our uh, band has been as can be considered a marital aid. <laughs> 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 we slip in under Indeed. the radar. It's like it's oh, good. they slip in. It's good birthday anniversary music. <laughs> fun for the whole family. Very fun. Uh, as always, we always start off with an experience. Uh, Max, you go first. I will go first. And you were just speaking about deviant uh, experiences and um, you know what's kind of proper, what's not proper, and I. I, I don't know if you guys get this. I, I'm pretty sure that Jaja does because you're so fabulous that, you know, people are going to do this all the time. But I get random messages, direct messages on my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and um, sometimes they're penises. Yes, you get, and, those are referred to as dick pics. That's yeah, an internet thing. Okay. I don't like to say that, but yeah. Uh, and... If I don't ask you for a shot... Max, every girl is asking for a shot of, no, every, of every man's cock. What are you talking let, about? Let me explain something to the world right now. We don't want to see it. We don't want to see it. You do. No, You, you just didn't know that no, you no, wanted. No. I sent no. my cock out many of times. It's, Does it's, it know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, surprise, my cock. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those things we talk about in the cocks all the time. Just the things that guys like and the things that girls are the girls like. Yeah. And uh, yeah, girls do not like dick pics. Gay men no. like dick pics. Yeah. I'm which, sure. if you listen to the the lyrics of "It's Better Being Gay," yes, you will understand. <laughs> and our album coming out this fall, I believe we're going to be calling it uh, "Get a Load of This." Get a load <laughs> of this. Stay tuned. But yeah, girls don't like dick pics, and they're not interested in farts. Yes. Where no. Guys, where guys think that. farts are endlessly funny forever. No, not Girls funny. don't get it. They're not funny. They're not funny, and I don't want to see your penis. I just, I just recently farted in a public space, and was it here? No, 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 <laughs> no. I was, I was, I was at a sports place watching the Dodger game. What shocking, right? Ew. And um, uh, I, 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 what they call crop dusted. So. You know, I, I as I knew I was farting, so I just started walking away from the people that I knew. I walked all the way to the end. I farted by the bathrooms. I was like, "All right, cool." Because I mean, the bathroom—if you fart like around there, it's it's generally uh, acceptable. Acceptable it's an zone. It is. It's completely approved because we don't know if it's coming from the bathroom or or you know the area. But you can always blame it all. Sanctioned, it's, right? Yes, it's completely fart okay. sanctioned. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I, I walked back to the area thinking I was safe, but it, it lingered and it followed me oh, right my. to where my friends were. And they're like, was that? That was you. And I just kept on walking oh. past him. Like, oh, man. Yes, that was me red-handed. I see, wow. not me. I, I deny, deny, deny. What? <laughs> I, Blame I it on the dog. <laughs> That's why the, the, uh, the birds and the limes are good. Those scooters. You know, if you want to be real punk rock, you like go through the grove and you crop dust, but you keep moving. You know? Wow. You can, you can cover, you can cover see, a larger area. See, the fact that you guys have a name for it, right there. Right. Just so you didn't, you I had no that. idea what that is. I was think thinking that there was a plane, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> with, you know, crop dusting. Yeah. I'm from the South. No, That's you're a lady. Do. I am and a lady. And ladies don't think farts are funny. No, it's, it's, I, and I don't do it. Right. No, I don't. Well, you don't do it uh, no. with people around. No, I don't do it at all. Dude, what about when you're taking a shit? Like, you're taking a shit. If you're in the bathroom, in in the zone, then it's a different well, then story. You, but you, but, but, but to part. just, you know. My money is on Max never yeah. doing it at all, ever. No, no, no. I don't. That's just not nice. It just sort of vaporizes. <laughs> comes, comes out of her pores into the atmosphere. And I don't sweat either. <laughs> right. I okay. don't like glow. Yes, of course. I of twinkle. Course. I twinkle. Yes. So, to get back to my little experience. Right. So, I... <laughs> a little experience. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it was. Uh, it was little. You know, if you're going to send something, at least send something impressive. You know? Not like... Ugh. It was gross. It was truly gross. So, I had to post about it on my story on Instagram. I did see that. I did. Yeah. And which, which made... The entire Instagram public decide that they needed to direct message me about, but what if I send you one? I'm a personal friend of yours, and you well, yeah. know, and am I included in that? Yes, you are. I don't want to see anybody's penis unless I say, please send me your penis. Is that, Do you say that every now and then? I mean, you know, if I'm, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, you know, if we're in like, that no, I actually never have. <laughs> it's so awesome though that anonymous dick pic was from Trump. <gasps> <laughs> Do you think? This I is. Would, I wouldn't put anything past him. I, I, you know. This is the greatest dick pic <laughs> yeah, you've exactly. ever seen. Ever seen. No. Amazing. Yeah. Nine nine stories high. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Yeah. So um, to wrap that up. Where is the, there should be a drum. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah. So don't don't send them to anybody ever, ever. Women do. We don't do that. We don't just. I wish. Send well, of course, because guys, guys, guys would be extremely excited if girls. Would did you? That. You wouldn't well, be. I, You're by, like I, I don't. Get, I don't by getting say. a dick pic. Yeah, I well, like that shit, but I'm a gay man. But, yeah. but randomly, that. that you didn't ask for, you just sure. open up. I'll always your mail. take a look. Absolutely. Oh, I always like. Who doesn't like look? You know, who doesn't like looking at a dick pic? <laughs> Me. If you're a gay man, you're a gay man. Yeah. You got to remember the demographic. You know? Okay, yeah. but still. But here's the thing: straight men and gay men, everyone likes to look at boobs. Yeah, it's true. Who doesn't? That's true. Who doesn't like That's boobs? True. What's that, the difference? That is true. Why is that? Because boobs are fabulous. Well, of course they are, but dick's pretty great too. No, they're not. Oh, okay. To each their own. To each their own. No. So now, when somebody sends you one, do you judge it? Or are you? Of like, course. 
Like, Absolutely. oh yeah, no, I don't talk want to about it. Like, you know, share it. <laughs> and and if it was unsolicited and you've never met this person before, do you contact them and uh, like write them back and go, okay, I'm in? No, no, hell no. Yes, yeah, but I mean, I was like looking like, at one. But so I don't understand. But if somebody's trying to like. You know, if someone's trying to, like, get a date or something. Yeah, why? You know, why would I'm you I'm a little old-fashioned. You know, maybe your picture of your face first. Yeah, and exactly. then you date. you got you to you romance me a little bit. A picture of your face, maybe a little bit of poetry. Tell me I a movie you like, then the dick pic. Then something. Just a little something. Don't, it's like, oh, you're so, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. You make magic happen. Here's my penis. Yeah, that's... No. that's, that's, that's a, bad. no. It's a great lyric. Those are great lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, the cocks are going to... Steal those lyrics and put in their <laughs> next album that's coming out fairly soon, which we will be very soon, about. very, very, very yes. soon. The Cox, get a load of this. Get a load. I like it. I love the ambiguity. Um. Okay. Experience. Yeah, your experience. Go. Uh, I went through a, a a couple. Not sure which one to share. Um, the, a good one. Well, they're they're both good. Um, that's that's the experiences. I have two experiences to share. Maybe I'll just share both of them. Um, no. First, first one is, um, my, I, I think Apple just sent out uh, a new update. I guess when they did, and it's not letting me use a third-party charger for my phone, and it's driving me crazy because um, I was driving up here and. Not that I don't know, but I, I I only come here once a month, if that, um, and it's been and it's been a while since we we've seen each other. So my brain always just forgets where you live, and so I'm just used to putting my, putting you in my my phone, and then it just saying, "Okay, take this freeway." To, I mean, it's a long drive here for me, um, so I, I put in the 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 charger, and it wasn't taking it. And I was like, how can you not take this? This is, this is, it's always worked. And I'm like, damn it. Much like a dick pic. Yeah. But I don't know if it's the, the, the cord or if, if, if that, cause I heard like a rumor that they were going to do that. And I thought that was really selfish because I was like, okay, I get it. You, you want all control over everybody buying your, your party, but that's not cool because third party, um, you know, chargers are cheaper. And I'm a man on a budget. I'm, st- I'm still trying to find a great job. So, you know, it's like I can't. I can't go buy a ten dollar cord power cord just so I can, you know, be chargeable in, in my car. Okay. I thought that was and it's the, fascinating. It, it truly is. There's that, and and, and our guest. It, it was so interesting because there. I I I don't know if I'm like really old or not because. Every I see everybody using the the microphone to do their texts, mm-hmm. and our guest was doing that just right now. And for me, uh, like I, I'm still a texter because I feel like it, I, I don't want to like just talk into the phone and be like, okay, comma, uh, then after blah blah blah, question mark after but you know, like I'm just like, it, wouldn't it be fa-? in my head? I'm like, it's faster if I could just type that out. Um, I thought that was fascinating. Just my brain, just contemplating those two things. Like, man, it's like, why wouldn't you just text it out? It's, it's a lot quicker. And then sometimes you mess up what you say, so you like go back, you know, erase, you know, and then you redo it. And I was just like, I don't know. I was like, I was like, 
I still like type in like the 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 domain names and things like that, you know. So for me, it's it's I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not uh, tech uh, evolutionized. That's evolutionized. A, yeah. <laughs> or or literate. Yeah. Oh, that that's probably a better word. Uh, tech or you know technology literate, or maybe I just feel like it. We reached that point where it's like now everything else is just way too simple and just uh, too um uh what's the word I'm looking for it's it's too uh it's 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 just getting way too simple you know way way too yeah yeah I'll I'll use all the big words yes please sure. <laughs> I, can can you please. <laughs> oh. I would have said homogenized, but that would have been <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. That'd have oh. been like way too much. Um, but that's that's an awesome experience that you've had with your losing your way in your own phone. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, I just you know, like like I know how to get around a lot of places without using the phone. Like I know how to get. So the, the important places like Dodger Stadium, you know, very important. Know how to get. How there. am I not important? Because I always, I, I should. I, you know, you are important, but I, it, you know, what it is is the exit to get off of here because it the, the, today it took me a different way to get here, and that's what fucked me up even more. Because I know there's two ways to get here. I'm not going to say look where you live or anything, but um, there's two different ways to get here, and it took me another way because of the traffic. And, uh, you know, the, the, the phone was just telling me and it had no charge. So, you know, when I, when I'm doing the maps, it, it's showing me the, the, the area of everything. So the, the battery was just draining even more. Um, so that was crazy. I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, I, I need enough juice for the notes. You know what I mean? On the way back, I, I do I know how to get back? Cause the way I know how to get back. I think breadcrumbs. Uh, Yeah. But I what I'll do is I'll just I'll just have it on until until I until I get the freeway. Then once I get the freeway, then I'm home free. Well, don't cry any tiny turtle tears. I won't. I won't. I'll be <laughs> I'll I'll be on that traffic for two hours going home. Oh, good. So it'll give you time to reflect on your experience. Yeah, on that. So <laughs> yeah, so I guess it was a technical technologically experience that I experienced. Well, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Jaja, you have an experience to share with our audience? What is okay, what is the what is the theme here? Like any kind of experience? Like, yes, yeah. any any experience. Oh. The, the tortoise and the hare experience. So Oh gotcha, you know, gotcha, gotcha. Hmm. Experiences in life. Hmm. Well I think the thing that like really turned I can talk about the thing that like really turned me on to rock and roll in a way that it transformed my life. Yes. Was uh, when I went to Live Aid in eighty six. You did? Yeah, I was, I was. Yeah, I think it was wow. JFK Stadium, but it was like uh, it was wild because it was such a, a total mashup of things. I mean, you saw the Beach Boys there that day, but and Joan Baez, but also it was like Judas Priest and Black Sabbath reunited, right. and then the horrible, unforgivable Led Zeppelin reunion. That as bad as it was, nobody cared because no. it was like you know it most was it was three of those four guys back together again, and it was a uh, first time I'd ever experienced like a gigantic stadium show like that where you're just pressed against uh, you know. A million other people. It was also the first time I ever, ever ate marijuana, and I had no idea how much you're supposed to take because I'd only ever smoked it before. So I ate like like two buds or something like that, and within like two hours, I was like, was that a thing? 
back then? Eating weed? Yeah, in like the I don't, 80s. No, it was, I don't well, No, what it was that. was it was paranoia because I was already high and we mm-hmm. thought we saw like, you know, cops coming around or people trying to police people with weed. So I just did the thing you do, which is eat the rest of your bag. Oh, my you know, goodness. And, uh, so it wasn't even uh, a brownie or anything like oh, that. Oh, no, no. I ate, I ate the weed, Jeez. which if you ever tried, it was like yeah. you know, a Ren and Stimpy cartoon. Yeah. So it was, uh, it, was, it was pretty wild. But, you know, it was like crazy paranoia and it was like right around the time Sabbath came on and it was just this whole – thing where i walked out of it and i was like oh okay this is like this is where i belong <laughs> in the middle of this kind of like insane madness you know it was like a real uh non-academic introduction to like some form of counterculture mm-hmm. like really participating in something something you know later on i really got into it with the grateful dead too but that was it yeah. that was that was the rock and roll moment you know where i and knew I was, what you, path i was on for the rest of my life had you studied music before that did you know that you could sing well, whether I can sing or not is actually like debatable. Oh, you have a great voice. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you can sing. But uh, no, I'd always been. Uh, I always wanted to do it, but I'd, at that point in my life, I just didn't. I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Always, everybody wanted to be in a band, and I would try and be in bands and stuff. But I just didn't. Uh, I didn't write songs yet, and I didn't really know what I, what I had vocally or what I could do with it. But it was like a, a great desire to do it, and sort of over the course of ten or fifteen years, forced myself to become it. Yes. You know, took what you know. Uh, modest vocal talent I had and figured out how to make something out of it, like like Lou Reed or Mick Jagger. Not great singing voices, but great singers. Yeah. Because they're, like, they're distinct stylists. So that was, uh, I figured that was something I could do. Or like Ian Hunter. Mm-hmm. That guy can't sing, but he sings yeah. great. You know? Yeah. So, uh, Dylan. Yeah. Daddy. You know, yeah, people like that. So that, that <laughs> kind of got me on that path. And yeah, but it was a long, it was a long road to, to figuring out how to do it and, and, uh, and actually do it in a band that actually played. Bunny, uh, Bunny Knutson, one of the guitar players in the Cox, uh, he was actually my roommate when I first moved to California. We lived this like 30 years ago. We lived uh, in a house together and we tried to have a band, you know, and I was waking these stoners up every day and like, you know, driving everyone to go out to, you know, like dumpsters to find carpet so that we could turn our garage into a soundproof rehearsal room. And then once mm-hmm. that happened, okay, now we have to go out and practice. And we had no songs and you know, we couldn't play. We would just go out there, bash around and like talk about. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, talk about the band. But, you know, it was no band. It was just like this kind of amorphous, lumpy kind of thing of this protoplasm that was trying to become a band. And sooner or later, if you keep doing it, you get it right. You know? Yep. That is true. Yeah. That and now, true. like, Bunny and I look at each other, and, you know, we hadn't seen each other in 20 years. And we started putting this together a few years ago, and we were just like, sometimes we're playing, we look at each other, and we're like, can you believe we're actually in a band now? <laughs> in a band? <laughs> it took all this time, and we're, we're actually finally doing it, you know? Yeah. And um, super exciting things that are happening for the Cox. Very, very exciting things. Not only are they uh, getting ready to be in the studio with uh, Doug Messenger and, um, you know, just finally being able to make a record that everybody is going to hear, but now I hear you got a deal. Yes. We are going to be uh, on uh, Dark Star Records, which is a subsidiary of Sony, which is very exciting. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's awesome because it's a way to kind of get the music out there with a little extra push than if we were just out doing it ourselves. Yeah. You know? And, uh, it's, yeah, it's fantastic news. It's, uh, we're, yeah. we're ready to go, man. It's been, we've been Assigned playing out for about artist. a year and, uh, it's, it's coming together. Getting... So now when you look over at Bunny, you go, not only are we actually playing, but now we're, we have a record deal. Yeah. We're, we're signed artists. Holy. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's. that's it, is it weird that 
you're you're having a tremendous amount of success so fast. Usually with new bands, um, you know, it it takes a while. But they're not new. Well, I mean, but th- this band he was he was just telling me is, is a year old. Well, yeah, about yeah, we've been playing out for about a year. Right. And, yeah, so a couple of years. Yeah, so, but but like before that, I'm sure you were in different bands before that. Sure. It it, it takes a while to figure out what bands actually work because I know like a. Like at least four or five different musicians that play in like eight bands, and yeah. it's it, and that's usually the way it works. They're all just in all these other bands trying to see what's the what's the formula, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and for you, you finally found that, and I for and I know that took a long time to get to, but once you found that band, it was like quick success um, because now that now you're signed, um, was that. I know that process was probably not enjoyable because, um, or maybe it was because I mean it took just so long for that evolution to happen. Well, I mean, like, yeah, everyone in this everyone in this band has been in a, in a million different bands, and I think we all figured out what mistakes we didn't want to repeat. Mm-hmm. But the main thing is, like, you you know, if you do anything long enough, you kind of like figure out that uh, talent is part of it, but luck and breaks and timing are really the biggest chunk of it. Yeah. You know, there was a band that I was in for about 10 years uh, that was really great. We were probably the strongest playing hard rock band in town. I mean, we were really good, but it was during a time when no one wanted hard rock music. And, uh, you know, it didn't matter. It was like, oh, shit, you know, we could work on this for a long time and people still may not care. The thing that happened with the Cox was it was started off uh, by Bunny and I uh, as I made a short film and I needed uh, some soundtrack music. So I wrote some lyrics and he came up with the music and we were like, well, let's just credit this to the Cox. And we liked it so much, we were like, well, why don't we write a bunch more of these? Because we were both taking a break from music. You know, I had uh, played in this one band for a very long time and then was in another band for two years and made a record. And I was just burnt because it's all I had thought about since I was 19 years old. And I kind of thought I was done playing music. And then this thing started happening. And once we had 10 fun demos together, we were like, all right, well, let's do some shows. And once we got this group of people together, that's uh, uh, it's me and Bunny Knutson and um, Chad Dratz on guitar, who's also been playing around Hollywood for a long time. Uh, Mike McCormick on drums and Kurt Remington on bass, who's been in all three of the bands I just mentioned. So it was like uh, it was a, it came to very, together very quickly, very organically, and we went out thinking it was going to be this very nichey thing, and people started responding to it, you know, and mostly straight people because I thought, you know, I'm the only gay person in the band. I was like, all right, well, queens don't really like rock music, so where's our audience going to be, you know? And so we've played at places like the Eagle, you know, like leather bars. They get into it. They're really into it, not just the lyric content, because they're digging the rock. And then I'm, you know, flouncing around up front, and it's, it's a good time. But, like, we have a one song called I Love Dick, and, you know, when we play at the Viper Room, we play just audience, you know, to mostly straight rock audiences. There's dudes out there going, I love Dick. <laughs> you know, they get it, because they get it. It's not, it's, not a, it's not heavy. It's just a fun sexuality doesn't matter kind of thing. I think right. that maybe that's why it's connecting. So it's timing because we live in a time right now where, where that can happen. You know, like t- maybe even 10 years ago, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened. So we're having a good time with it and people are having a good time with it. And that's awesome. You know? Yeah. I really enjoy your music and, and, it, and it is true. Um, I, I'm not, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like fucking that. I love Dick. So, you know, cause I, I, I was able to like, I got your guys's um, music that we're playing today. And thank you for that. And I, and I know they're just demos, but I, like even as demos, they're fucking cool, you know. And um, I was just like, "Fuck yeah, this is fucking cool," you know. And it, we, well, you're, you. yeah. And I was just like, "Fuck yeah, I liked it." I liked it, yeah. And I was, you know. 
And um, it's like the bastard child of like the Ramones and, and yes and Motorhead. You're, you're with little with with little Richard writing the lyrics. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's yeah. that's a perfect way to describe. Yes, I was like, how do I describe this? And you just nailed it. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you. Um, let's hear uh, another song, um, and let's hear that one um, that that you did send us uh, as we are previewing. And uh, I, I know I know all these are going to get um, uh, the, the the special treatment. Uh, very soon because I know you guys are going in, um, and I'm, I'm curious, and, and we'll talk about this after the break. It, it's just when you have a demo, and then you go in and polish it up, the, that change. Because the thing about the demo that I like is it's I feel it's so raw. Yeah, and, you know, and I, so to to me sometimes that's that sound that like gets lost when you go into the studio. Um, do you ever worry about that or do you, do you think it's going to, that's a really good point. I mean, I'm really, I'm married to those demos. So right now I'm trying to forget them, but, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that we can just go in and do it. But uh, like the approach we're taking is, is, is the old Led Zeppelin, uh, zine title tight, but loose. Mm-hmm. We're really, you know, woodshedding right now so that we really go in and know what we're doing and then we can forget about it. Yes. And then when the day we record, we just rock out just like it was a show, except now there'll be a little maybe, you know, a little more precision and it's more record ready. Because, you know, there's live playing and then there's recording playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a different mindset. But, you know, it's always going to be raw and scrappy because that's just how it comes out of us. Raw and you know? Yeah, because we're raw and scrappy. <laughs> uh, let's hear Gonna Suck Dick. Uh, and then when we come back, uh, we're going to. I love hearing people say the title. <laughs> 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 and then when we come back, we'll have more with our guest Jaja uh, from the Cox right here on the Tortoise and Hair Experience. They're gonna suck dick, gonna slurp it on up, gonna lick balls tonight. They're gonna suck dick, gonna ram it on down, take it all in, that's right. Gonna suck dick till I'm all down hey. Gonna suck dick till someone comes Gonna suck dick till I can't see hey. Gonna be lots of fun I'm gonna suck dick We're gonna suck dick I'm gonna suck dick We're gonna suck dick I'm gonna suck Oh, 
back on the Tortoise and Hair Experience. Uh, we just heard Gunny Suck Dick. Um, real, I, 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 these um, titles are fun, but here, like, how can you transform these into radio play? Because they're not radio play. Um, Sounding, you know what I mean? You know, I mean, we could play them, and and of course, we're going to play them. We we, we like the songs, but like, is getting on the radio the the end all be all now? Or no, I don't give a shit. Like, I I mean, like, it would be awesome if that happened, you know. But I mean, like, it could get get played on college radio and stuff like that, and I'm sure on playlists. But it's a, it's not, it's not really the important thing, you know. Like, the thing that's a real turn on for me with this band is that, um, is that I'm expressing myself, and I think the guys would agree, like that we're all expressing ourselves 100% honestly. You know, we've all been in a bunch of bands, but this is the first one where after we played our first show, we were like, this is the best band I've ever been in. And, like, for me, uh, you know, just being a gay man in rock bands, you know, coming up through, you know, like, 90s and 80s and all that, you know, it's a, there was not a comfortable time for that. And I never uh, hid who I was in lyrics I wrote, but I would keep things gender neutral. I was always like, let's keep it so that everyone can relate to it. Now, with this band, I was like, bug it. You know, because like, like I said, when we started, we weren't really thinking about making a band, so I just really cut loose. And because it's just not my style to be really explicit and gross, it's it's fun, dick-sucky music. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like heavy-duty and explicit and, and, and you know, pornographic. It's it's cute, you know? And I think it's, it, it's pretty clever. I mean, like, what's, you know, for, uh, you know, uh, it's better being gay. I mean, one of the lyrics is, you know, uh, your clothes are better, you remember birthdays, you know the wine to drink with fish. <laughs> Property values go up when you're around and you always know the latest dish. I mean, it's, it's, it's like that, you know? And, uh, you know, the, our goal, too, is, I mean, the, the, the dick sucky songs stick out, but, I mean, we also are just trying to write about, like, adult, adult things in a punk rock context. Like, we have one song that's called Be My Ex. You know, it's not about anyone, someone who's straight or gay. It's about someone who's just, like, breaking up with somebody because they just can't live with them. Uh, we've also got a song called Hate Load, <laughs> which, like, was a, a song uh, Chad, uh, one of our guitar players, just he just threw that title out one day on our daily Facebook thread, and I literally sat down and wrote it right then. And, uh, you know, because, again, something everyone can relate to. It's about, like, you know, somebody that you just love and you love to have, you know, intimate relations with them, but at the same time, it's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> and, like, every time we do that, people go bananas because all you have to do is say the title and they know it. Um, and we've got a new song called uh, – it's our ballad, man – We've got a song called uh, Safe Word, which is you know, it's basically about – I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a rough punk rock song, you know, but, you know and it's, the lyrics are silly. But it's basically about, like, uh, you know, falling in love with somebody to the degree where you, you don't want any limits on it. I don't need a safe word. And just that double entendre of what a safe word means, you know, in, like, the fetish community and all that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we try, to, we try to keep it fun, keep it interesting. You know, there's, I think there's something in there, if you really listen to the words, that you can – It'll tickle you a little bit. Yeah. You know, and hopefully in a place you like to be tickled. Yeah. It's kind of like Steel Panther and like Weenie Ride. You know what I mean? You know, I don't know that song, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. like those those guys have, have, have uh, cornered the market on something, haven't they? Yeah. They have. You know? they have. I love them. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Um, Do you have a safe word? Uh, I'm I'm just trying to find someone to have a word with. <laughs> Any word. <laughs> Any word. Any word. Please, please. <laughs> yeah. A word for you, I think. <laughs> As, as I uh, go through life, uh, you know, a single, being a single uh, male uh, yeah. for a very long time now, <laughs> extremely long time, um, you know, um, but those are just things that I'm going through 
Uh, I, Max, I, I know you're in and out of relationships uh, like every week. That's a lie. <laughs> I have that. That's a total lie. Right. Till How next we, month, and then I'm like, oh, who are you seeing now? Oh, shocking! That didn't work out. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I've exactly. been with like name names. I don't, <laughs> You've been with my. Thank you. Personal life is my personal life, and yeah, See, she's a lady. Right. Just discretion. We like that <laughs> in this age of social media and everybody telling everything. Yeah. yeah, don't go on the internet and and tell my business. Yeah, and I appreciate if other people didn't tell my business right. as well. Turtle, I'm not. I'm, I, did I name names? No, um, I'm just. Uh, you know, it's it's called. Uh, letting the audience understand uh, that we are relatable to them, you know. I, I'm totally relatable. Sometimes you're not, Max. Let's let's face it. What? Uh, <laughs> sometimes you're not. Whereas I feel like I'm more relatable um, to them from j- just from that single point of view. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not dating rock stars or anything like that. I'm not saying well, that you are. That's your fault. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah, yes, it's totally my fault that I'm not dating. And it's yours at home, too, for not dating rock stars. Courtney Love is available. <laughs> she is. We should did, call her and have Do you think she's my type? I mean. Maybe not. It would be a good time. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. Smart. She's a smart woman. She is a smart woman. It would never be an end of, of, of fun and drama and good discussion. Yeah. Yes. Everybody now, needs that. Now, uh, do, do you have, like, groupies or anything like that? Does, I mean, I'm working on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are groupies. Yeah. I've seen groupies. There's some people. I want to start getting everyone wearing the sailor hats. Yes. You know? But yeah. Like, there's some people. Like, it's the, it's the first band I've been in where there are people who are coming to every show. And that's really gratifying, you know? Um, yeah. You know, so, we're, we're working on that. It's, My uh, headphones just. Do they just. Just went. Crazy. I know, mine did too. That was whoa. That was nuts. Yeah. It's what about you guys? Yeah. Tell me about your groupies. <laughs> I'm, uh, we actually have groupies for the show. I believe it. We yes. do. We've had people fly in and yeah. you know, go to lunch with us. Is this where the aforementioned dick pic came no, from? No, no, yeah. no, no. No, this was a proper yeah. a family, a whole yeah. family came. A whole family came, visited us. It was very cool. Yeah. Um yeah, but I mean, th- these are not people that want to sleep with me. I mean, maybe Max, yes, but uh, not no, me. No, no. Well, you don't know about that. Yeah. How do you know? That's right. <laughs> you don't know. You got to get your game on. You I, know? Yeah, I've been working on, on you getting... You got to work that like Ike Turner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's scary. That's, that just frightened me a lot. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, uh, it's tough to uh, date right now. Uh, I'm still... Involved in a lot of projects. I'm just keeping myself more busier than ever. Maybe that's my my excuse. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, to your social media point earlier too, like a, that's another thing that's been affected by that. I think adversely because with, as with everything else, there's too much damn choice. Yes. You know. Yeah. It's become like instead of like a, a culture of like people meeting and talking to each other, it's a swipe culture. You know, like mm, yeah, swipe left, instant, swipe right, instant judgment. Right. And you don't know anything about that person, but. Uh, I Just read bios. I read bios. Okay, so maybe so you're deep. Okay, but yes, like I think on every single person. Yeah, and, and have you gone on any date? No, it is. I've been on. I've done every single match dating website, paid and non-paid, and it's just. <laughs> maybe you I should am, try Grinder. <laughs> is that for straight people? No. Uh-uh. Th- then no. <laughs> like then I'm not. <laughs> Although I would be curious to see if I'm like. 
like acceptable. If, except, to yeah, to some degree, for like at least somebody finds me attractive. You, know you might I mean? be a bear. You might, yeah, get it. scruff. A scruff. A scruff is for like scruff is the app. That's it's grinder for dudes with beards and yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. So you're jacked. Yeah, but I'm not like 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 Jaja. Like he has everything going for him. He's like he's a great spe- great specimen, by the way. Oh, good, thank good, you. Good 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 body. <laughs> like like I look at you and I'm like like I feel. Body shamed, like I'm like, oh man, I got a gut. Like I'm not. Because <laughs> you're not helping, Max. <laughs> you're not helping. No, but he, his diet is insane. We've gone out several times to lunch, and he won't eat anything. I eat like a girl. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, you eat like Tic Tacs and girl. Diet Coke. It's, like, it's, it's a lot like, of it's a lot of protein. A lot of, a lot of protein, not a lot of carbs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what the hell? You know. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm fat. That's why I'm fat too. I, I love the carbs. <laughs> I love the nachos. I'm a huge nacho fan. Oh, so, shit too. yeah, it's fucking delicious. But getting back to that point about you know social media and all that stuff, like I think like we're heading into a, a world like 20 years from now, it's all going to go the other way. It's going to end up being like this total Emily Post world because mm-hmm. things are so uncivil right now that we're probably going to end up you know 20 years from now people being ultra civil, ultra polite. You know, like a return of kind of like almost a, a rigid formality to things. Yeah, you know. You think it's going to be 20 years? It might be 10. Could be sooner than that. Yeah. You know? But, like, yeah, it's... Well, it's... have you seen The Handmaid's Tale? Yes. I love that show. Well, that's that kind of, um, you know, world right. where everything... Uber authoritarian. Yeah. It's kind of... It's scary that that actually could happen. Oh, yeah. That could really, really happen. And people people don't sweat it because they don't think it can happen. But then mm-hmm. when it happens, it's too late. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, it, now, now is the time to be speaking up and doing things. Right. You know, before it happens. Yeah. Yeah, because at some point there's going to be an ugly turn. Let's hope not, man. Let's hope not. I, I'm, I'm like a hopeless hippie and romantic at heart. I always believe that people want the best and want to do the right thing. And I think we're just in an ugly little 10 or 15-year phase right now where, I don't know, maybe, maybe like uh, – during the previous administration and just the, what was going on in the zeitgeist then, there was so much, at least, emotional, spiritual, uh, philosophical movement forward, like progress, people thinking more progressively, openly, that the people who just weren't on board with that, mm-hmm. this is their moment. And it's almost like it's like something old that's dying away. I feel like this is like the dinosaurs writhing in their final pain, caught in the tar pits, and having their final screech <laughs> into the into the atmosphere before they sink into the tar forever. You know, yeah. I hope so, man. Because you know, like, yeah, more listening is needed. Yeah, more listening to people and, and trying to understand and, and just leaving people alone. Leave people the fuck alone, man. Yeah, it's just you know, we live in a world where everybody is judging. Yeah. Every single thing that you do. Yeah. Everything. And social media, which I'm not knocking. I, I enjoy my Instagram and all that, and it's made, like, life easier in terms of getting t- uh, back in touch with, like, family. I hadn't mm-hmm. talked to in a long time and that sort of thing. But, yeah, like, that's increased judgment. Not critical thinking. It's actually killed critical thinking. But it's increased judgment by a thousandfold because now, you know, everyone has this uh, avatar of their life online. And, you know, people, they've done studies on this. People will, like, see your Facebook page. And you only post the most fun things you do. So somebody who, like, thinks their shit isn't as much fun, they're looking and they go, wow, that person's got such a great right. life and my life is shit. You know but, what I mean? But that's so completely false. Yeah. Uh, Speak for you yourself. Know. I lead a, no, no, a no. very, very adventurous life. 
And and that's true. You do. Right. But there there are people who post things all the time. I mean, they set it up to go take a photo and, you know, look ridiculous. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going here and I'm doing that, you know, hashtag hot, you know, great day, blah, blah, blah. And they're, and then they take their coat off and they go back and, you know, get right. back in bed. It's just, you it's know. It's nonstop performance Because, mode. yeah, people are like, you know, you're not cool if you're not doing something all the time. I like to sit in silence and just be quiet. Yes. And, you know, try to meditate and float and, you know, you know, just not be out in public, you know, because our lives are so publicly driven. Yeah. Driven. We don't, we don't, everyone does not need to be on all the time. Yeah. You know, and there's, it's, this is, the mentality now is that everyone feels that they have to be, that they, maybe not that they have to be famous, but that everyone needs to pay attention to them. Yeah, it's like. Well, no. I'm important. Okay, people need to pay attention to me. Everyone's everyone Hi. is unique. Everyone is unique and awesome <laughs> in their own way. But like, it's like the world is not a stage for everybody. Not everyone's a performer. Not everyone is a chef. Not everybody is you know someone who can blow glass. Right. You know what I mean? And it's it, everything is kind of shifted to where everyone thinks that their life is not as as good if people aren't like following them yeah. or paying attention yeah. to them. And it's you know it's it's nonsense. Yeah. You know? Now you know. People are judging you. How many how many followers do you have? What's your social media, right. you know, quota? And it's just it's you know, dopey. But it's, it's also it's silly. Like, it's, it's also something that's silly. probably like necessary, right? Because we're we're kind of fetishizing this technology and these different ways of these different ways of communicating. But it'll hit a peak, and then then like the people who really know how to do the artwork are going to probably rise more to the fore. Right now, mm-hmm. anyone can do it. The democratization of the tools. You can pick it up and I can I can do a little show right now. Right. You know, or my little Snapchat story or whatever. Yes. But, you know, 10 years from now, all of these tools are probably going to be used by, like, musicians, filmmakers, writers, whatever, who can really put something cool together. Mm-hmm. Like you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, then you won't have as you know. much stuff to wade through that's like, you know. But, it, you know, I think that uh, social media... Uh, especially in the Instagram world and those kind of like photo-driven uh, sites are ruining a lot of businesses. You know, like the modeling industry is destroyed. There are no more supermodels. There are, you know, everybody thinks that they're a model because they have the phone and, you know, right. they take a, a selfie and they put it out and they, they put a filter. You know, it's just yeah. now, now I'm a model, you know, slash blah, blah, blah. There actually is an art to modeling and a dedication and, you know, all of yeah, but that. But times have changed and you have to adapt to that. You know, it cannot be I mean, true, set in, 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 in a specific time, you know. Mm-hmm. Not everything has to evolve and I think that's what's happening. But if well, you're it's, part not, of, it's part of this whole, like, fluid nature of what people think truth is now. People can just declare themselves something and if you've got photo evidence of it, you can say <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, it's right, not, you right. know, like you're not... You know, you are not this just because you say you are. You know what I mean? You can aspire to it. If you've right. got the, the goods to do it and you want to work hard, you can make it happen. But, you know, there's a, like, if, if you want to just take music as an example, you know, like, there's, there are aesthetic principles involved and some, and craft to, like, understand what a song is and how you write one and, right. and all of that. You can't just say, I am this and that's it. Yes. You know? I mean, yeah. you can do it, but you're probably not going to have a, a, a really rich 
soulful experience of that thing. Right. And you're going to be confused a lot, too, about why more people aren't paying attention to it. Yes. You know? Well, you know, I used to have this argument all the time with my parents because, you know, I come from a family of classical musicians, all very, very trained. My father was an opera singer. You know, every person in my family plays at least five instruments or more. Wow. You know, it's, you know, extreme study. And I used to say to him, but there are people on the radio all the time you know they're huge stars and they don't have to do all this study why why do i have to study like that and he said well they may be popular but they're not the musician that you were born to be so like okay well uh, i guess i'll i'll do your dirty work and study. You know? I do. There's something to be said for hard work. I mean, I know that sounds corny, and I, you know, I sound like I sound like my own parents, but it turns out everything my mom and dad told me was true. Mm-hmm. Every single thing. I know. And you know, like, hard hard work is really important, especially if you want to be an artist or if you want to do anything, whatever. Like yeah. it's it's important to apply yourself so that you get really good at it. Otherwise, what's the point? No point in doing anything half-assed. Yes. Yeah. Know? Exactly. Yesterday, um, the wonderful Deanna um, Morales, who decorated for my birthday party coming up this weekend, she and I were talking about art, and she is a fabulous artist. And, you know, and I say, yeah, you know, I, I dabble, you know, I, I do some stuff. And, and she was looking at my art, and she's like, oh, my gosh, you're an artist. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. My mother was an artist. You're an artist. I'm not an artist. I didn't go to art school. I didn't study. I didn't take the time. I can draw. I can paint. But I will never call myself an artist because I didn't earn that. Yourself as like a a talented amateur with that. Yes, I I didn't I didn't deserve that honor to be called that. You know, when somebody has gone and and put the time in to study. Right. You know, so I would have taken it. I would have been like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, but, you know, you'd also take an Academy Award. Because, I mean, you're accomplished at a number of things. So, like, all right, so because you're also a stunt woman, you're an actress. So out of all those things that you do, what would you say that you've – I've achieved a level of mastery or I would call myself an artist. Like, what's what's your primary path? Which of the things that you do to you makes your soul sing in the mm. most profound way? You know, um, I'm constantly learning, you know. That's that's my thing. I'm a master at at knowledge, at trying to educate myself on whatever it is that I'm interested in, or uh, you know, because I do medicine, uh, holistic medicine. That's kind of my um, uh, my happy place, mm-hmm. you know, if you will, because I'm helping somebody else. So to master that, to master healing and you know i think that's the greatest gift that i've ever been you know able to receive as you know a human and helping other humans um as far as music music is going to change every single time you know as an engineer as a producer there's always going to be some new piece of you know gear that i don't know yet Technology is always changing, like Turtle was saying. So I can't possibly master that. I'll always be, uh, you know, I can have a master's degree. Anyone can master the, the machines. <laughs> the question is, like, what the mastery comes from, like, your aesthetic. Like, you know, in, in those things that you do with music, 
where would you declare yourself an artist? Like more as a performer, or do you think you're stronger as like a producer and person who helps shape talent? Because that's an art too. Well, you know, um, I've been I've been lucky enough to be a recording artist, a signed, you know, multi-labeled recording yeah. artist. I've been a touring artist. I have been awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award for producing. Um, you know, I manage uh, nine amazing bands. Uh, am I a master at any of those things? I I just think that I'm I'm privileged. I, wow, no, that's okay. That's an attitude of gratitude. I like that. <laughs> you know, and I like that. I like that the thing that really turns you on is uh, is your is your healing work because. I can't claim that. I'm just getting up and singing songs about sucking dick. And, and You're that's, actually giving back to the, to humanity. But <laughs> that, but that one. But thing, that's universal. <laughs> but that one thing, you you get up on the stage and you bring joy to people. Oh golly! I and so. in that, you're healing somebody. So music is the the biggest healing force that there is. When I am treating a patient, I have music going. I have a certain megahertz that I'm. You know, mm-hmm. vibrationally channeling to fix yeah. problems, and you know, are, am I putting you to sleep, Turtle? A little bit. Oh, <laughs> like we're right. talking way too much about Max. I know, right? You guys start talking about all me right. now. Let's okay. go. So, what? Where's your mastery? Yeah, now? where are you an artiste? Uh, I'm an artiste uh, at being dependable. Mm. Are you? Yeah. Okay. You know, can always count on me. I like that. Can I? Yeah. We'll see you on have, Saturday. Have, I, I mean, we've been doing this for six years, Max. I know. <laughs> <laughs> have true. I ever been? Now, late, yes. That, that, I can't control that. But am I always here when I – and do I have always the show ready to go? You do. You, you that's, do. I think that's you are dependable. That's probably something people don't have enough uh, – you probably don't get enough uh, props for that. Because to be, to be uh, a man of your word – you know, mm-hmm. is is about as good a thing as you can do, right? Yeah. Yes. Did you ever read the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? Yes, uh, I have. Yeah, of course you did. Uh, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a really great book. It's like it, it gets you away from all this like bogus narcissistic crap about success and more about just like principles of like you know just how you values like mm-hmm. core values. Like if you have core values, then everything that you do is just going to radiate out as a reflection of that. Yeah, it's a really good book, including one of those things is like just. You say you're going to do something, then God damn it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd master that. My my father used to say that it's – because they never let me speak when I was a child, so I have to talk a lot now. Um, I come from that family of, you know, very mm, – Rigid? uh, Not rigid, but there's – Children were seen and not heard? It was a little bit more than that. It was, you know, pomp and circumstance kind of – Nonsense. Um, But uh, you have very, very formal. But my father used to say it's better to be thought the fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt. So, uh, you know, choosing your words wisely, I think, is a mastery of understanding yourself within, you know. And I think that Turtle is very good at speaking at the right time. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> I was like, hmm, let me think about this really quick. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know what, guys? What a great way to end the show. Uh, really appreciate you, uh, Jaja, coming on. Thank you for um, having me. This was a blast. You guys are fun. 
Yeah. We are fun. It's true. We're usually <laughs> doing shots and, you know. Yeah, usually, usually too, uh, Max is uh, pumping me filled with alcohol, but not today. I know. This is the saving it all for the birthday. Yes, because yeah. we have a very big event coming up on yeah. Saturday. And she knows once I pop open up that alcohol, I'll go through her entire, like, cabinet. <laughs> yes, and it's all empty. <laughs> yeah. And so, smart move, Max. Very smart move. <laughs> Um, do we, uh, do we miss anything? Uh, do we get any more plugs? That I think we we're all good to say, Hey, if you're out there and you want to check us out, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, uh, at the Cox band. That's the Cox band. And, uh, we're going to have our record out. Uh, I'm thinking like mid to late fall and, uh, come on out to a show. You know, love, love to meet you. Love to play some music yes, for you. You have a show coming up tomorrow. Yes, as a matter of fact, yeah, at the Redwood, at the Redwood bar and grill downtown LA, uh, second street. And hope, hopefully that'll be the first of many times there. Cause it's a great room. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard good things about that place. Yeah, Max, any? Oh, um... uh, we got some shouts. Okay, okay, we have like two, maybe one minute. Left. All right, well, stop talking. <laughs> um, yes. So uh, on the twenty sixth of August, I will be at Dark Delicacies in Burbank, California, for uh, Victoria Demar's second annual uh, Hotties of Horror. Uh, signing. So it's a bunch of Scream Queens down there um, signing your favorite movies and photos and posters and such. So please come down, um, meet me personally. Nice. And uh, Linnea yeah. Quigley can't hold a candle to you. I, I love Linnea. She's lovely. I love Linnea. You're the, you're the queen she of the Scream hot. Queens. Well, I, I don't even consider myself a Scream Queen at all, but I don't know how I got the title, but thank you. Um, yeah, go see all of my bands who are out on the road and doing awesome things. Uh, Boy Hits Car is out on the road. See them. See them now because they're in, they're going to be massive after this. They just finished their new record. Everything is happening for them. Um, Alien Am Farm is out. Mystery School. Uh, go see uh, Trader Where Traders Fall. Melody Guy. Um, the Absence Project is leaving tomorrow and heading here, so you'll be able to see him here. Um, thank you to uh, Amanda Hall um, for the photos that she's going to be doing for them. Amanda Hall from People Magazine, very excited about her. Um, uh, to Doug Messinger, who is going to be working with the Cox. How cool is that? It's pretty awesome. Yes, that's very cool. Doug is a um, legend who should be on your show. Yes, you we are going to have him on. You could get about We're, 10 shows sure. out of him, his stories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go see um, uh, Blanco Diablo in Clave <laughs> at Trip Santa Monica. They're playing tonight. Uh, Andy Sinesi and all of those guys over there. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Um uh, Deadly Grounds Coffee. It's coffee to die for. Veliqua, uh, our water. Um, to Nuex and uh, Tio Gaspacho and Maybe uh, if we Smitas had... and <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh, yeah, what else? And uh, that, I think that, I think we covered it. Oh, yes. uh, Here Technologies. Here Technologies. Holy cow! How can I forget Here Technologies? Well, I remembered. Thank you, <laughs> Here Technologies. One of my all-time favorite front of house and studio systems. Thank you so much for all of your support. I love Mwah. you. Big, Mwah. big, big, far and wide. Um, Dark Star Records, Sony Music, thank you. Love you. Uh, supporting all my bands, I, I adore you. 
please go check out all of my films and you can find me on www.maxwasaofficial.com. Is the www even needed it, anymore? You know what? It's In not. some places it is. It is. <laughs> like no. third world countries? Yes. Anyway. Well, third world countries like me. <laughs> okay. They do. Gotcha. Um, a big star over there. Now, uh, for me. star everywhere. <laughs> Just to you. Uh, for me, uh, as you know, I started a new show uh, another, another, you know, outlet for my brain, and um, to drink and to drink. It's a drinking show, um, where we just discuss, uh, alcohol and life and uh, relationships and everything in between, um, and even some sports. So, uh, go ahead and, uh, log on to drinks to words com, And, uh, there, uh, we're available on a lot of the platforms like Google play, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and a few other places uh, where you go do the podcasting stuff from. So go ahead and check that out and uh, check out the webisodes that I shot over there at the airliner uh, a few weeks ago. More still to come. Uh, talked about the universe. So um, that was a very cool uh, webisode. So go check that out on entertheshell.com. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for us. And uh, you go out, share some experiences. We'll go out, have some more experiences. We'll come back here and share those experiences. I know, Max. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. It's been a long day. Um, okay. We are going to leave you now uh, with the Cox and the song Be My Ex. For more information, again, log on to Instagram.com slash the Cox Band. Our guest has been Jaja. Thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. This was a blast. Yeah. All right. We are out of here. Later. Cheers. Okay, so this one is called uh, Will You Be My Ex? And this is another one like God Gives Notice. It just starts at the very beginning, like uh, the music and the lyrics. My buddies came over. We partied all night. Rocking and rolling. You're so damn uptight. It's normal when guys want to fuck someone else. And the chorus goes. So will you please be gone now, baby? After we have sex, I don't need a remote controller. Will you be my head? The dishes are dirty. You get them and complain. Why wash the dishes? They get dirty again. I don't want children. Hand pin sucks. Whenever we have one, we can't ever fly. Coming back into the course. So will you please be gone now, baby? After we have sex, I don't need a remote controller. Will you be my
solo, final verse, and out. Enter the shell.com. Thanks for distracting.